from NM to AZ, they are back, baby. Welcome to the Dipped in Butter program with Kat and Wes. Around episode 200, I might not give a fuck no more and all that shit. I turned the wheel to the right this time. <laughs> turned the key backwards and went to start it again. Click. Clearly, you're going to have to open your butthole up to a new doctor. This is not a section of the podcast where I tell a lie. Should have given all the beads, the burgers, the BJs, all the beads, the buttholes, all. The Welcome to the Dipped in Butter program. Good morning, good evening, happy Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, two weeks from now, whatever that looks like to you. We hope this podcast finds you in a good place. This is the number one mixtape podcast out there on the internet, the number one good place you go to listen to the best lies. Um, across from me, that's my God, that's your God, that's West with no T, that's for every young 89, that's a motherfucking goddamn glue around here. Downstairs, they call him New Daddy. On this show, we call him the producer extraordinaire or the editor-in-chief. But more casually, once we calm down and we get in the flow of things, we call him our friend. So let's check in on our friend. What's going on, my guy? Nothing, bro. Like I like I already said, my Mondays are pretty trash. Um, but luckily we do content on a Monday that comes out on a Tuesday. So hopefully, you know, the energy is uh, appropriate. Um, regular regular shit though, man. I can't really say. You know, I'm, I'm still catching up with episodes. Um, and I wanna I wanna let you know we do a lot of lying on this motherfucker, fam. We do a lot more lying than we give ourselves credit for. So <laughs> okay. Like, Keep up the good fucking work. Um, the guy that's gonna keep up the good work with me is my guy across from me with the hottest takes in the United States. That is Cat K with two T's on the end of that thing. Um, you can catch my man over at youtube.com slash dipped and butter program where he's making faces while he's typing these disgruntled comments to you motherfuckers that you just can't see. Very snobbish about the way that he comments on these things. So please, please don't I take yourself so serious. Um, I but you can catch my man each and every Tuesday or whichever day is pod day, right here um on the dipped and butter program wherever podcast are plays because that's where this motherfucker goes. Um, big money out in San Fran and Chicago. Um, Slim Jim right here on the pod. GYM. Eating more donuts as we speak. Um, my nigga and yours, though. What's popping? Uh, you know what? Let's start light. It's Monday for you. It's Monday mm-hmm. for me. It's mm-hmm. Tuesday mm-hmm. for them, the people that show up on time. And it's late 30 for whoever gets here two weeks from now. We ain't mad mm-hmm. at y'all because no. I'm far behind on all my content. So I get oh, it, man. y'all. But uh, let's start light. Let's start with a light jog. Before we mm-hmm. hit the ground running, we don't need to start too intense this week. But dog, I want to clap my hands and make a uh, what do you call it a pro- a proclamation right here at the top of the pot. Okay, yo, stop playing with Pizza Hut, dog. Okay, what are we saying? What are you talking about? Stop I mean, stop playing I'm, with Pizza. Hut. Like, I stand with you just in the statement, but yeah, let's like. I remember when Donald Trump got the presidency and we all kind of felt like, damn, did we fall asleep at the wheel? All this nigga got in the office. And I kind of feel like that about Domino's Pizza. Like, you know, Domino's Pizza is the number one, like, I guess the number one pizza chain of all chain fast food pizza restaurants, right? right? Like, it's just because you I guess have it growth more. in sales. Yeah, and I was more. gonna say, just because you have more yeah. doesn't make you number but, one. But. Th- I know me and you don't believe that they're number one in taste, but the fact that they got number one in anything to me uh-huh. is a gross oversight, right? <laughs> okay. Like, 
I'm a Pizza Hut nigga. Now I'm not gonna sit here and like jive y'all as Pizza Hut is the best chain, but I'm a Pizza Hut nigga. So, I, and I've talked to y'all before about like how me and my family like to go into Pizza Hut and sit down and eat when the, they bring it out fresh. And it ain't a lot of niggas that can really fuck with Pizza Hut if you do it right. Like I understand some mm-hmm. complaints, like y'all y'all stuffing too many crusts over there. Y'all got too many toys. There's too many gimmicks. Y'all got to stop playing with the pizza. And I get those complaints, but when them niggas do it right. They do it right. Me and Cameron was out, you know, spending daddy-daughter time and shit, and I forced her to eat pizza with me just like I forced her to eat, you know, machine-cut fish with me. So we went into Pizza Hut, and she wasn't even hungry. She told me on the way there, like, look, daddy, I got my baby doll. You promised me. I really just want to go home. I was like, well, baby, ain't you hungry? She was like, she literally looked to me and said, daddy, I'll pass. She's eight years old. She looked at me and said, daddy, I'll pass. I said, what the fuck you mean? You haven't eaten anything all day. Like, I know you've been with me all day. You're hungry. It's like, Mm -hmm. you gotta be hungry. She's like, daddy, I just, I think I'll just pass. I was like, well, I'm hungry, dog. So you're just gonna sit and watch me eat, I guess. So we Mm -hmm. went in the fucking pizza. And on the way in, they had an advertisement on the window. Now, I'll be watching TV and I'll be watching like network television. So I usually catch commercials, right? Mm-hmm. Like I haven't ridded myself of commercials like most Americans to these, like to this point where everybody's streaming everything and paying the premium pluses to there's, not watch commercials. Two, commercials everywhere. I'm still getting my commercials. So usually I catch it if Pizza Hut is having a deal or something like that. Like the fat black dude from the office usually keeps me up to speed. Like I watch him gain weight as he sells new pizza and breadsticks. So I usually know when Craig Robinson is telling me that there's some new shit out. But this I didn't know. Did you know that Pizza Hut is doing a fucking, I sound like an advertisement. I kind of wish it was. But (laughs) them niggas is doing a hot honey pizza right now, bro. Hot honey. Have you? Are you familiar with hot honey? I think I've heard of this before, but I don't I don't know if I heard of this from Pizza Hut, but maybe I have. I don't know. School me. So what they doing over there for pizza in particular. Mm-hmm. Now I've seen the hot honey craze come across my YouTube shorts hot timeline. I guess it's something they're doing in New York where like you get your New York slice, and then I guess it's like a honey and hot sauce mixture that they drizzle over top of your pepperoni pizza. So it's got like a sweet tangy with a little bit mm-hmm. of kick mm-hmm. you know so it, it, it knocks your pizza up that you normally used to enjoying it just takes it up a little half a notch okay. i guess for those of y'all that like to dip y'all's pizza in ranch it would be like you know a, an alternative to maybe that it ain't changing the pizza world okay. but this is a little little kick up that you didn't know that you wanted kind of thing right I understand. Yep. so I, I get, i've been seeing that in my algorithm i was like i would try hot honey on pizza i like pizza enough i like I honey it don't sound awful, you know what I'm saying? So I saw that they had that at Pizza and I was like, oh shit, they're doing hot honey here. I'm in the game, coach. I'm in the game. I was like, well, fuck it. I didn't actually, as I was parking in Pizza Hut, I didn't even know what I wanted. Don't you love it when that happens when you go somewhere and you don't know what you want? Yeah. And as soon as you get in, the menu makes a decision for you. Like, that's for a sure. bet. Let's do it. So yeah, I fucking sat down. I'm like, I asked the lady, I'm like, are y'all doing hot honey on everything? Or is it just like a specific pizza you got to order? Because I didn't want if they was going to put it on the cheap shit. Sometimes Pizza Hut <laughs> serves you the squares and the squares are cheap. I don't, I almost never like the squares. I like a good I mean, clean pizza. I ain't gonna lie, I kind of I kind of enjoy the squares as well from from Pizza Hut these days. Like really? it just depends. Yeah, I mean, like that dinner box is kind of a hit though. For I was just gonna say the squares is big for the big dinner yeah, box. Like yeah, they give you eighteen squares, like, forty two breadsticks. 
sticks and six pe- uh, chicken nuggets. Yeah, you never gonna go wrong ordering you like a traditional Pizza Hut pizza because them bitches do be slapping if you get them and you if do you them get right. Them right. Like, or if you go pick them up and make sure they hot, they good. That, that part to before a while, fam. Like, I don't know if it was just a one bar crib, but like they were not putting enough sauce on the pizza, fam. That's they what was the squares. My shit, fam. They do that to the squares. No, they wasn't just doing it to the squares. Oh, they was doing, doing it everywhere. everything, fam. Oh, and it was just, like to the point where we was having to order extra pizza sauce and like having to add my own pizza <laughs> sauce to the pizza. Bring like four of the cups. Yeah, and it's like, are we not ordering pizza? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, is these niggas still being affected by COVID? But then, like, we moved out here and the pizza hut out again. Everything still got like an oldness out. Like the KFC out here, fam, still got the buffet in it. Like, nice. I cannot tell you if the buffet operates, but it's there. Now, so they I might not be it. stocking it, but yeah. the hardware is there. But the hardware is still there, so why wouldn't they be using it? But they building a new KFC behind the old KFC because that's how old it is. Like, it's the, the parking lot fucked up and all that shit. So, like. They still got the old school, like they got to go sit down inside of Pizza Hut, Pizza Hut out here. Like I'm gonna nice. have to bust that move for sure. Yeah, I, f- I fuck with all of that. So like, I, I sat down to bust my little move and I ordered my pan pizza because right. I asked for it. So I'm like, man, do I got to get this on a specialty? They're like, nah, we can actually do it on whatever. You know, if you want the the Brooklyn style, whatever, we put the hot honey on whatever you want. I'm like, bet. So let me get a pepperoni pan and hot honey me down. And she was like, that that'll work. Uh, honey me but down. what I wasn't expecting was. They put Midwestern pepperonis on that bitch. The cup okay. ones, the crispy cups. Okay. They put crispy cups on it too. That's, that's, so when it came they out, hold bro, that, they gotta hold that hot honey. You know what I'm saying? Some Which gotta is, hold the hot honey. Some gotta hold the hot honey. But that's what I was about to say. Like you going balls to the wall and you letting them put the sauce on your pizza on the first try. You not to give me the sauce on the on side. The side no, kind of like I, you know what? And that's a good point. I kind of want them to present it to me how they envision it in their mind. Now, yeah. if, if I get it the first time and it's fucked. Then maybe I'll consider, okay, it wasn't bad, but they didn't do it right. And then maybe I'll get my hot honey on the side. But I want to give them an opportunity to get it right the first time, I guess, before I go. But, you, would, but you wouldn't go balls to the wall like first slice. I don't like it on my pizza, but if I can control it on the side, you wouldn't send the whole pizza back. Like, hey, yeah, no, I don't really, I don't I've really never, the sauce on the pizza. I've never sent the pizza back. So I, <laughs> that's never a danger. <laughs> that's never a fear for me because I've never sent the pizza back. Nah, I told you I've only had one bad pizza in my life. And that was from Bob and Lee's up north in Columbus, mm-hmm. the place where the guy shot himself inside the pizza parlor. Mm-hmm. I, I had a bad pizza from there, and that pizza was just like terrible. Mm-hmm. So that was the, I mean, pizza I, I mean, look at what the pizza place is known for. <laughs> you known for do. killing yourself. <laughs> like so, I mean, the guy probably had a good reason to kill himself. Like you, right. Bob and Lee's pizza was a pizza place known for subs. So I would have killed myself. Yeah. Like you can't yeah. even get a nigga to order your sauce. It's probably all bad. But yeah, Pizza Hut is going crazy. <laughs> and I don't know how Domino's like, I don't know how Domino's took the reins as the number one chain pizza place in the country. And I remember when they revamped their menu and made it where it's like, okay, this place used to be trash, but now we changed our ingredients like Subway did, and then now it's better. But somehow in people's mind, better became best. And those are two different words. Better is not right. best. Right. So I don't know how they did it. Like, did they do it by just opening a bunch of stores everywhere? And it's just like, well, this is our pizza place. I mean, I think they went on this whole, like, crave. You know what I'm saying? I think they they update marketing and shit. And maybe that has some effect on it. Like, and again, bro, these motherfuckers be saying all this shit in commercials and, like, 
what they do is is put the put the asterisk at the bottom of the screen and camouflage with whatever color is there right there. So you miss the whole shit that says white on white. They are, yeah, they are the best in this category, which is why they can just say we're the best and like <laughs> they're the best. Uh, they're the best chain restaurant with red, white, and blue in the. That's logo what I'm saying. Like, on it could Tuesdays, be, it could be something stupid like that. So this is how the they week. get away with it. Yeah, and like uh, it, it's all programming, right? This is why they have commercials. This is why they have ads. It's so maybe they ain't program to go to maybe they not or whatever they know you got to ask them what are you number one in like because i've I've taste sales like dominoes dominoes is not terrible right and like dominoes is another one of those things i feel like you got to be acquainted with your neighborhood dominoes like you you gotta know where you ordering from yeah and i feel like that's pizza almost period for real for real like you kind of need to discover if your neighborhood pizza whatever got the pizza you need or that's when you got to get the shopping around because like again if pizza hut had not been like the shit out here then damn we got to go pizza shopping around this motherfucker to see what's going on like i don't want to go pizza shopping like so pizza hut and like they care they was nice as shit when i went to go pick up the last pizza the other day dog i was like i'm fucking with pizza hut out here that's a good move yeah like you gotta it's already you got to do it with the pizza. You got to do it with the Chinese food for um, sure. With the Chinese, you know what I'm saying? Like you got you got to find you got to find some shit that don't nobody really know about. Which I think I found that little spot out here. I think that's on my uh, list of shit to try tomorrow for real, for real. Um, Nigga, you could have a house. You could have a house of dragons Chinese buffet in Dragon House Chinese buffet, and they'd be yeah, totally and different. You gotta, yeah, you got to figure out which one is which, and that's what I'm saying. There's like nine Chinese restaurants out this motherfucker all on the same street. So, like, we've tried a few. Um, I think we got a few more to try. So we'll, it'll take we'll you about six months. Yeah, it'll take you about Yeah, six but, like, months. again, like, I'm not... Domino's, when I was eating Domino's, you know what I'm saying, during during the come-up is what I'll call it. And not that Domino's got to be stuck in the come-up phase of your life because, again, if you like some shit, you like some shit. Like, at a point in time, they had these, uh like, pasta bread bowls, family. These motherfuckers used to be good. Like, you could eat the pasta... And you can eat and the bowl. Eat the bowl. Shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> so listen, how like, listen to how finally that nigga talked about eating dishware. <laughs> yeah. It's not the bowl because they put it's made out of the bread. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can eat the motherfucking it's bowl. Some Panera right? shit, bro. It's some Panera, Panera shit. Some, but it in a complimentary better. way, is what yeah, I mean. Yeah, it was better than Panera. But then, like, that's the shit that be killing me. Sometimes the restaurants fuck it up when they, like, take shit off the menu. Like, so damn, now I don't really got no reason to go here. And that would used to be my thing with Domino's. Like, I felt like I was always getting dehydrated pizza from Domino's. Like, it bro, did y'all, how, like, there's sauce on here, but how did y'all suck the sauce out of the pizza? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> I can see the sauce on here, but yeah, how is your wet sauce dry? I, yeah, I don't understand what's going on here. So, like, it's that weird. was even even Donato's, our beloved Donato's, fam. Donato's used to make a three-meat stromboli, fam. Now, admittedly, if I ever needed to clean out my system, that's the thing to go to. You go to the three-meat stromboli, because it's going it's gonna to get Coupon it all night. out of you. You heard me? So, like, but they took that off the menu and like that makes me sad because that used to be my combo. I used to go order a personal founder's favorite, give me a little three meat stromboli, and that's to, that's down. to the crib, straight to the crib, straight, straight to the room, straight straight to watch flavor. Like, love. Yeah, so sometimes they fuck it up that way. But like, yeah, I don't. I would be intrigued to know what Domino's was the best in, and like I told, you, it fucks mm-hmm. me up. Everybody done fucked up so bad that little Caesars is the is the partner 
pizza for the motherfucking NFL, dog. Like that shit. I was just about to say. I was just about to say because you're right. It depends on what neighborhood you're in with mm-hmm. every pizza joint, except Little Caesars. I think Little Caesars is the only place I can go to where I I can draw that pizza. I know it's so consistent. Like I and know like, what it's gonna look like every time I open the box. Yeah, it's like it's like no liberty to make this pizza pizza as no the employee. Like no nigga, you got to make this pizza the exact way the goddamn placards say you got to uh-huh. make the pizza, and there's no variation of this. Like like you always and and again like. Little Caesars has like set a standard and it's not a high standard. And it's, it's like, you could potentially go and get better than the standard. And that's what keeps you coming mm-hmm. as a little Caesars customer. You never go into little Caesars. If you want some pizza for real, yeah. my nigga. And if you do like, you must not know of another pizza joint down the street. I always eat little Caesar when I just want to hurry up and eat. <laughs> when I just want to hurry up and eat. Little Caesar's got me. Or again, my sister thought I was nice when we came home from my, for my son's birthday party. I was like, yeah, we're going to get Donato. She was like, y'all nice. I would have got a little Caesar's. I was like, well, nah, this is partially for me. It's mm-hmm. like, I got to get my fix off this. while I'm doing this as well. I was like, I understand your logic, but like, yeah, nah, but like that's that's like second round of pizza. Like, damn, if it's like we need some more pizza after the Donatos is right, gone, right. Donato, Donato's ran that. out. Let me run back out and get us some more <laughs> uh, dry sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't understand Domino's being number one, but I think you solved it because maybe them niggas lying about being number one. Because I've always been super suspicious about their claims. But there's another thing that maybe you can help me sort out, and this is not pizza related, and maybe this is a hard term. But I just these are things I don't understand. <laughs> I don't properly understand human trafficking. Um, okay. I know it's a concern in our country. <laughs> this is serious. Okay. I know it's a concern in our country, human trafficking. And I, I, I know human trafficking is basically kidnapping on a commercial level. <laughs> like it's like, it's like well, I sell plates at the crib, but then I own a restaurant. It's like the step up from kidnapping. But I don't I mean, understand human trafficking in this aspect. Once I have gathered the humans and I put them in the crate and I ship them from one country to another, what happens with the humans? Are they, are they sex slaves? Are they, do they work in a factory? Like, or, or do I just sell the human slave style and just whoever yeah. buys them does what they want with the humans? Yeah, basically that's what I was about to say. That's all, that's all it's, it's the slave. What the end route yeah, was it's it's the trade. slave trade all over again. Right. And like, just to be, uh, Hopefully I'm not lying. I don't think I'm lying on this one, but to be halfway PC, like you don't have to be doing it on a commercial level, right? Because like you could just be a nigga who snatch bitches once every Wednesday night. But and like it, that's the, way, the, the news sells it to us is just like it's always people being snatched by the dozen. Like, There's never like one there, person yeah, is like there are people high, at a time. There are high level operations of this going on, but sure. like it don't you don't gotta like snatch two you don't gotta snatch or sell two bitches in the same night to be considered, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, a sex trafficker. It ain't like you gotta work yourself self up the ranks. Like I say, you can just be the nigga who go out every Wednesday night, snatch you a bitch, make sure she's sold by one the weekend never to be seen again. See, or, maybe it's or, the former or footlocker Maybe it's the former Foot Locker employee in me that thinks mm-hmm. all shoes should be sold in pairs. That I'm thinking that you only can sell these bitches by the batches. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mean, <laughs> I mean, and I understand that as well. But like that's, and like you said, it gets to a commercial level, right? Because I can only assume that finding a job as a kidnapper is not the easiest thing that you could do <laughs> on the face of planet Earth, right? So if you find a plug on niggas who accepting the bitches that you kidnapping, you probably just like end up working for that nigga. You know what I'm saying? So like, if he is the commercial seller bitch master, then yeah, yeah nigga, yeah, you you in it, you in it, you know, su- super deep. If you, particularly if you producing numbers, 
Okay, question for you. If you are a kidnapper, are you by default a business owner? Like, do you, I don't think that you can be somebody that, like, I kidnap. Not saying that I'm the boss that sends people to do kidnapping. Right. I'm the person that grabs people out the mall and yeah. disappears with them. I mean... I absolutely have to be a business owner to some capacity, right? Like I can't necessarily just, I can't snatch children and then run up to big boss man and hope he's buying kids this week and then get there and then be like, Hey dog shit drying up right now. I can't really buy kids off of you. Yeah. And then you got kids all in your Oldsmobile. And then now you got to redrop the sure. kids off. Uh, essentially. Like you say, if you are, if you, if you, if you working like that, you're an independent kidnapper. Like I don't want to Yeah. No kidnapper. Like I said, you're an independent kidnapper. Cause I was going to say contractor, but you're an independent kidnapper right so like again if you out bagging young bitches on wednesday old ladies on thursday uh-huh. the kids on friday and you getting your dahmer on on saturday like i will hope that you got the clientele to get your product off to you know what i'm saying but again like maybe maybe you know what i'm saying you got into the shit with a you know on some on some whole nother other shit like maybe you the kidnapper this nigga's the pimp and because he's the pimp his version of the plug is the nigga who got like a the depot of the hoes you know right. what i'm saying so he's, he's like, got the hey. crates yeah he like i got the, i got you got the skills to get the bitches here i Ooh. got the i got the skills to to game the bitches up and let them know what i need them to know not trying to be funny because <clears throat> well maybe i am trying to be funny because it's a serious matter but Imagine how much overhead it would take to have people-sized cages with chains and bowls and, like, to run an operation like that efficiently. Like, you got to have some overhead money to be able to, like, keep people. It's hard enough to keep dogs in good health, but, like, to keep right. people in working condition, even to the point where somebody would want to buy your people, mm-hmm. I would imagine that that's probably, like, a cumbersome operation. I mean, yeah, but I I still don't think it's so glorious. Like, I'm sure there ain't some bitches in there like, whoo, well, it could be worse. Like, I'm pretty sure they want to go <laughs> no, home. Like, this is the worst. <laughs> it could not be worse. Yeah, this is I the am, worst. I am pretty, like, but again, you would, it's the same theory of slavery, right? Like, why would you want to treat these people bad or do stuff to them to make them, like, n- not look so appealing or appetizing, for lack of better terms, when, they, when you send them off to auction? So, like, I'm sure there is some level of that in there, like... And again, this could turn into a very, very nasty conversation, so I don't want to do that. But like, um, yeah, no, nah, I, w- I again, independent contractor is the way that I would think that those type types of situations would go. Um, but me personally, just from you know, not not even personally, but like my brain says, I snatch bitches. I only work for the nigga who know how to like sell the bitches and like. Do you get you you get paid per snatch? Like I would assume, right. like or is it? Or do like, you get paid I, in bulk? Only, at the end that's of what the week. I only work. Yeah, I only work one night a week. So like, whether I snatch something or not, I get paid. Like, how does this work out? Do I Again, I want to be semi careful. I want to be semi careful making jokes about something so serious, right? But I, I'll tell you all this: like the reason why shit like this crosses my mind because there's some relatability here, right? Long, long, very long time ago that doesn't affect my current life in any shape <laughs> or way because this is a life it needs to be because it's that long ago. Like, okay, there may or may not have been a time where, like, I needed to get certain inventory in to sell to other customers, right? Okay. So I might be considered a human man that might be in the middle of things, right? So I have to take things from one place and and produce the things to other people in other places. Does any of this make sense so far? It makes more sense than I would like for it to make. (laughs) Okay. There, there, there came to be a point when 
I had my shit going and my business was running smoothly. I knew everybody mm-hmm. that I dealt with and I liked it that way. Right. I never wanted to be the person that had to like set up a shop on somebody's corner or something like that. I always <laughs> kept my shit very personal. <laughs> I like my shit very personal. Like, but, and speak, speaking on that, just a quick glimpse into it, bro. Do you understand how crazy, like, that's how, you know, crack was stupid, bro, that these niggas was fighting over blocks, dog. Like, yeah, you know, like, you don't you know the crack was crazy. just on you. Like, you know that you just had the crack. You could be <laughs> wherever you, you need to Crack fiends walk for miles. They'll walk y'all to you. Y'all literally created the spot and making the spot hot all at the same time. Y'all said, hey, we about to do this shit major right here on this corner every day and night nigga until they come and get us like that's gonna be soon niggas love to enterprise that that's <laughs> the bottom line of that niggas love to enterprise so it's just like there came a point when i was dealing with uh maybe an overhead situation and the guy that the time i was dealing with that did my overhead <laughs> was coming to me trying to pause if necessary was coming to me trying to get me to take on more inventory did i ever tell you about this um i don't think so and, and he was like a Spanish dude too, very intimidating guy. Like I ain't gonna lie, oh, to you. Like, very very intimidating oh, guy. Oh yo, loco. Yeah, one of them. And like I was doing my normal moves that I normally bust, and he was like, "Man, bro, you you doing all right?" I was like, "Yeah, you know, just doing just all right." And then he tried to like push like four times the like the socks on me that I needed. Like I don't need right. this many socks. Yeah, well, and, like, I he kept walking. insisting that I take yeah, the I gotta, extra socks. Yeah, I got to start walking too many places with all these socks, <laughs> yes, brother. I like, I like the two pair of socks I got Bro, right I now. I normally get one pack of socks, I wear the socks, and I'm good. And he started handing me, like, crates of socks. No. And I was like, dog, I don't need this many socks. And, and it intimidated me to the point where I, like, stopped calling dude and stopped dealing with him. Like, I got to get away from this nigga, bro, because he's trying to make me, like, the sock he, factory. He, yeah, for he put you on the books. Yeah, and, and I bring it up here. I bring it up here because now, now I cat's paying my water sure. bill. Now I need cat to keep paying my fucking water bill. Yeah, and I feel like that's how that happens. You get caught up, and then you're like, "Well, I'll take more packs of socks." And next thing you know, you're fucking socks depot. And then now you got a fucking uh, documentary after you, and then you're like, "Yeah, bro, one thing after another." Next thing you know, I'm on the freeway with a truck full of socks, and I just did, I could not have that be my life. And that worries me about kidnappers. Like maybe you snatched one or two children, and next thing you know, you got a crate full. Oh, man, now you're behind the music. All started selling socks out of the trunk of your car. Ain't that a bitch? But I feel like that's how easily shit can happen because everything can be a slippery slope, right? Like if you don't have a grasp on what you're doing and what you're good at and what your comfort levels are, because you could look up one day, like I said, have a trunk full of socks and not know how you got here. And you don't even question it until you got sirens going off behind you and you're getting pulled over. And you're like, God damn, how'd I get here? Bro, you mean to tell me instead of podcasting, we could have been the CEOs of Socks Depot right now, nigga? I can't believe I you. To, <laughs> I can't believe you got us I'm up sh- here screaming into these microphones every week. <laughs> <laughs> we testing the mics to see if they work every goddamn Monday, and we could have been Socks Depot. But like, Depot. <laughs> I, I guess that's maybe why I got where I am in life because I'm very, like, very aware of what my strengths and weaknesses are, and. Carrying socks was a big weakness of mine, dog. Like you don't want to deal with me in the socks business at all. No, I understand that. You got it. Got it. That's the you know that's a part of the know yourself game. Yeah, you you got to know what your strengths are. You got to know what you want to do, and you can't let other motherfuckers pressure yeah, you, you into a, doing with something you don't want to do. You a strong nigga, bro? Because I know probably like it. I know ninety five percent of niggas would have at least tried it. Like and and again, how do, you, 
how do you get away from El Plaga at that point? Like you can't. Like you might you might if you let El Plaga dump a half a bale of motherfucking socks on your ass and you move to half a bale of socks, like oh Poppy only see, got some more persuasion for here's you. Here's the more scary part. The day he offered me all the socks, I had Donovan with me and I never have Donovan with me. So he oh, already no, hell knew who no. my wife was. It was insane yeah, to me. No. So you got to know what your strengths are. You got to know what you're good at. Speaking of knowing what you're good at and knowing what decision to make for you and your business, let's talk about this, bro. Let's talk about our first little piece of uh, hip-hop culture for the week. Did you see in the news about, like, freshly out of jail, BG from the Hot Boys and Cash Money fame wants to go on tour and reunite the Hot Boys together, and he wants to go on tour with him and Juvenile and call Turk up and get Wayne on the phone and Baby and Manny Fresh and they want to do BG thinks it would be a good idea now that he's out and he's done serving his 37,000 years in prison he (laughs) wants to get together and do a Hot Boy reunion tour and he seems a little bit upset that Lil Wayne is not tripping over himself to complete this hot board tour for him. Now, maybe he feels like, I don't think BG necessarily is saying that Wayne owes them anything, but it seems like the rest of the members of the group can't quite understand why Wayne wouldn't be at least wanting to help them out in a situation where he could clearly help all of them out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I guess maybe the beef is they don't want to feel like they're begging, but Wayne's reluctancy is making them feel like they're begging and they don't like the feeling. And I, I want to know how you feel about all of this. Like, do you think Lil Wayne being the super mega star that he is should do the old school hot boys rap group he came from a favor and join this tour knowing BG could use it, Juvie could use it, Turk definitely could use it? Or is this not his responsibility? Like, how do you see this from Lil Wayne's shoes and how this all should be received? Does Drake go back on tour with Lil Chucky because Lil Chucky need the bag? He absolutely does. I don't know if Lil does, Chucky got Drake's newest number. Does right? Does, he hasn't so, had a contact like, on Drake for a let, long time. Let's, let's say we live in an alternate universe. Okay. Does Michael Jackson go back on tour with his brothers ever again in life? They got on stage with him one time, and it was like Motown's <laughs> 50th anniversary, and Mike looked frustrated. And he didn't want to do it then. You <laughs> he understand looked me? frustrated. Like, and they had I, to promise Mike he would get his 12 minutes by himself. So there. There's a point of that in this, right? Because, okay. like, hey, when you left and with, like, when we stopped being this, like, y'all stopped being this, like, and not, not so much as that applies to Juvie because Juvie had his run, you know what I'm saying? But like, Turk, what, like, and, and BG, you had, you know, you had the streets moving, you know what I'm saying, back in the day. But then, BG like, he was my favorite member. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, but, but you, you in and out, you know what I'm saying. So you're not really um, a constant that people can rely on musically even, you know what I'm saying? So people didn't get so attached. And then you have Lil Wayne who became Lil Wayne, you know what I'm saying? Like he not just Lil Wayne from the hot boys, no boy. Like no. He is Lil Wayne all, but he not even Lil Wayne from like He's a pop cash money star. is associated with him, but that's just the difference. Like he not really associated with cash money. No, no. More. like you gotta like, Oh, Lil Wayne. Oh yeah. Cash money. Like, so that's, that's who that dude became in your absence. Right. So like asking that dude, who don't even get out and do it for himself that often to be like, Hey, you know, in a sense, like, and, and I'm sure Wayne understands that they need it. However you want to like beat around the bush about it, like in some shape, form or fashion, the niggas it. need it. They could use it. Yeah. I like, I like that better, yeah. but like, cause you can't say you need it to know nigga. And you know what I'm saying? Like without them getting mad at you. Yeah. But I guess my thing is, do they, uh, obviously Wayne is the draw, right? 
but then there's certain venues you can't do because Wayne is with you. And then what naturally what naturally comes three, four, five shows down the line when this is now the Lil Wayne show because Wayne got to go out there and do the Wayne show every the single Wayne fucking portion. night. And now, yeah, and now y'all. Because if not I buy tickets to this money. shit, that, that's a good point that I don't even think about it. If I yeah. if they did it and I bought tickets to this shit, because you know it would be a high price ticket because they would want every juice out of the squeeze they could get. And I bought tickets to this fucking Hot Boys reunion tour concert, and it was hundreds of dollars. And he don't go up there and do fucking BMJR or some shit. I'm gonna be tight. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. so now, so I don't want to hear this goddamn wing shit all night. It's crazy. And y'all niggas act like y'all understand that, but y'all don't, cause now the tour made buku dollars, and now you niggas is at the crib talking about some. I ain't made, I ain't made no thirty million dollar. Wayne made thirty million. Like nah, Wayne, <laughs> I'm not trying to hear that accent. I'm not trying to get in y'all's business or none of that shit. Like, so huh. I, you have to again. Is Beyonce at this point? Is she going back? Them niggas ain't never going back outside as Destiny's Child ever again. Not until it's Beyonce's farewell retirement. Tyler is Tyler is not Tyler is not going back out on tour with our future. No, he's not. Like and and it's not a bad thing, bro. But it's like, and it is what it is. Like why why did I do that with y'all then to get here now to go do that shit again? Like that shit because y'all <laughs> need it. And and at, and if you let if you let a nigga like Wayne cap to you, he don't even remember them verses that he wrote down. <laughs> I, I actually believe it too. I believe he don't remember a lot of those verses. He don't remember Project Chick. <laughs> he probably fucked this up. <laughs> Which is interesting because it's like, I think that this is more a uh, tell and an unfortunate circumstance of, we remember when you was the little guy yeah. and we was the big homies and you should yep. drive our car around and yep. somewhere deep down we feel like you owe us. And he's looking at it as we all grown men here. I did with my opportunities what I did. Hey, hey my dude. You did with your opportunities what you did because Juvenile was the leader of that group. BG was the leader of that group. And Wayne was the leader of that group mm-hmm. at all different times. And we saw what happened when Wayne got his, uh, when Wayne got the rock. So you can't be mad at him for fucking scoring the bucket, bro. All of y'all had a chance except Turk. Turk was yeah, the only nah. one that didn't get a chance to run the group. Mm-hmm. Y'all all got a chance. When Juvie ran it, he kind of ran. He, he lost some speed. BT, yeah, when he, he was it. the leader, fucking Wayne got coked up and went to jail. Wayne was the only one that fucking flipped it upside down, learned how to rap better, made a uh, a secondary label that was even probably more successful than Cash Money itself. Like, and then again, I would like see a Young Money reunion more yeah, than a Cash probably, Money reunion. Yeah, you probably got to realize too, Wayne, and it's probably like I put some respect on Wayne. Now, y'all probably don't even got eight songs to send to Wayne right now who can knock him out tonight. Like y'all, it took y'all niggas six months to get these eight songs done. Y'all sent him to Wayne, and he got them all done by the morning. Like y'all are gonna be upset when he be like, "Is this what y'all asked me to do?" Like yeah. <laughs> when he don't, he's on a different level. He he just on a different level, and I, you know, I think that's where that shit come from. And even like I know there was a, well, who was it? I think it was a Kevin Gay song that BG was on, and like he it, he put it was just so casual in the verse how he like said basically Wayne was acting like a bitch, but like that's my brother and I love him still. And it's like, all right, you niggas do like operate differently down there, so I'm not going like think about it too much because you put it in there so casually. But like, 
uh, now it makes a little more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just, everybody's feeling a little weird about it right now. That B, now that BG's home, I think Juvie's been feeling a little weird, which is part of why I wasn't able to like enjoy that Tiny Desk concert as well as everybody else was because there was a little bit of sadness in my eyes looking at him doing that. Because I mean, not that there's any shame in doing a Tiny Desk, it's just the way no. he did it just was a little sad for me. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> it's, it's a little sad. I ain't gonna lie. Um. What else we got? Oh, the, shit, I was going to segue this, but now I'm all out of segues. But, you, bro, I definitely want to get straight to your cryptic text, if you don't mind. Do you Let's remember do your cryptic text of the week? I do. This week, I do. I had bro, to remind myself like 17 times. Bro, <laughs> you sent me a cryptic text this week that just said, friends with your kids. And yeah, that could mean a lot of things. Can you walk us through... Your cryptic text of the week, please. I will. And like, I'll keep it in true, like, dipped in butter fashion. This is not well researched and it doesn't matter when things pique my interest. I just, you know, I send them just over. Send them out. We'll worry about yeah, we'll get, yeah, we'll get to the, you know, the details of things later. But it was a clip of a uh, Whoopi Goldberg from that show that she's, a, is it The View? I think it's The View that the she's view, on. One of them. Um, well, all them, all them women lady hosts um, <laughs> up there. And I don't know the context. I don't know the context of the conversation that they were having. Um, but basically, like, the clip that was going out was Whoopi Goldberg saying, you can't be friends with your kids, right? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they all up there talking about some, mm-hmm, that's right. Like, you sure can't. Like, and I was like, as a, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. As I uh-huh, watched it, I said, girl, uh-huh. how would Cat feel if he saw this shit? And I was like, let me go ahead and pass that, you know, put put it in the, put it in the notes, uh, see if we can get to it. Um, but, like, even just as as listening to it, as you know, being a, being a child, you know, trying trying to think about the relationship between me, my mom, and my dad, and shit like that, um, and even the the relationship that I have with my children, like I don't I don't know what side of the fence that I lie on, right? And I've tried not to do too much thinking about this since I said the team because you want to think about it real time as possible, yeah. yeah. Um, but like I don't, I think the quick answer, not even a quick answer, like because I've semi thought about it, I won't lie, but like I think, I just think there's a line, I, I think there's a line that has to, um. It has to be drawn at some point in time. I won't even say, you know, early or, you know, I, I and I think it's well, I, I think you can feel it when a line needs to be drawn um, as far as where we are friends and where we are still kind of like parent and child and, and vice versa or whatever the case may be. Um, and even like I'll, I'll give just, I guess, a slight example for me, right? Like I'm cool with my parents and I'm cool with my parents and a, a thing that I don't know if a lot of people like really... Um, really acknowledge like you don't for me regardless you don't just get a a a blanket um respect level right it's 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 subjective or it's objective to who you're you know talking to who you're dealing with whatever case may be right so like all my life growing up even just period and i'm sure there was a point in his time where he did that but like my dad my dad will cuss my dad cusses you know what i'm saying shit like that but when it like comes to just like regular speaking or like speaking to his kids or you know talking to like he he's just not a cussing ass nigga like us you know what i'm saying like we'll just, just be letting him fly i don't give a fuck who i'm talking to you know what i'm saying and like my mom is kind of different in that in that respect and in that regard and like again not too crazy but like my mom you know she do it's just more it's more relaxed you know what i'm saying so like growing up and seeing that right it kind of translates into me, but in both different avenues, right? So, like, now that I'm a little bit older, like, ah, let some more shit fly. Like, oh, hey, some you got to get this, bro. Like, <laughs> and the more and more I pay my bills by myself, the more cuss words they <laughs> Coming up, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it would just be a thing like, oh, yeah, not like I'm not my dad not about to hear me cuss. Like, it'd be so funny, like looking back on Facebook memories and shit, all the cussing I was doing back in the day. And, like, you even see some comments from my dad and my auntie and shit. That oh. shit be just, yeah. Hilarious. Like, hey, man, you need to watch your motherfucking mouth. Like, damn, you're right. I probably do. Um, but it, it is. What it is. I can see these. Yeah, but but like even still, I wanted to operate with kind of within that vein. Like, oh shit! Like, let me, you know, let let me chill because that's kind of where the line is drawn at. Like, hey, it's a respect like, thing, right? Like, yeah, a, it don't yeah. necessarily got to be a fear, but you are a representation of them and yeah. the job they did as parents, right? For sure. So, like, even with me, like again, when I talk to my mom, I'll say. I'll say things more frequently with her, you know what I'm saying, than I would with my dad or even with my dad. Like it wasn't until I can't even tell you in the in the recent in the last ten in the last five years for sure that I was like comfortable like mentioning being seen smoking or anything when it came to my dad. Like, nah, I just don't even want to get into that with this nigga. Like, we don't even need to have that fucking conversation. But like again, pay my bills for a little bit longer now <laughs> you ain't got nothing to do with what's going and, on and having there. your own kids got something to do with it too i don't know if that's in the forefront I mean, of your mind yeah, or in the back yeah, end, but. A, a, a part of that too but like uh you know again kind of circling the wagon like i guess i don't i'm again this is me real time trying to no, flush it to out like, it's hard to sort there is a i think there's a low level of friendship that you can have with your kids I don't want to, and as you were talking through it, I'm going through it in my own mind, right? Mm. I want to lie. I, I want to end up somewhere in between those two things. I don't want to be a hard lean either way, right? Because right. I, I'll say this. I think being overly friends with your children is a bad thing. I never want to be the TikTok parent doing the same dance that my 18-year-old is doing, trying to get views and looking all into the phone, trying to see who all is liking the photo in the video and doing TikToks. I don't want to be that parent. Right. Uh, if y'all do that with y'all's kids, then listen, y'all need to be worried about whether I agree with you or not. Don't take it as a diss like you need to fight me about it, but I do disagree <laughs> with you. I would never do it. I think it's whack, but if you think it's great, it's your life to live, bro, but I think it's right. whack. On the opposite side of that, though, I've talked to you about me and like my dad's relationship and it's very, very cut dry cat, like mm-hmm. not casual, but very like matter of fact, me and my dad's relationship, right? Like we'll get on the phone and we'll try to talk about like shows and movies and shit, but that's the, that's the extent of it. I think the only stuff that my dad knows about me and my personality is shit he's heard on the podcast and that's mm. through my reluctancy. Like I've never wanted my dad to hear this podcast and he had right. somehow heard it. You know what I'm saying? So, right, right. Like even like the thought of when my dad turns our podcast on and hears about my personal life, I break into cold sweats. Like me and my dad don't have a deep, deep personal relationship. And I think that comes from that barrier that comes with having the respect level that I want and need to have for that man. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't never want me and my dad's right. relationship to be on some, what up dog? What up my nigga type shit? Like I could right. never, ever, right. ever fathom it. And I wouldn't want that for us. So it's just like me and my dad, I'm okay. Like, do I wish me and my dad were closer mm-hmm. to the friendship uh, realm of things? Sure. Like I would like mm-hmm. to be more buddy, buddy with my dad, but not overly buddy, buddy. But I do think, that if we have more of a closer father-son relationship, that would be tight. But right. at the same time, do I want to like be, I don't, I don't even want to drink with my dad. I've never had a drink with my dad and I have zero oh, desire yeah, no. to. You know, I definitely um, had a, 
Yeah. Well, my, I think my dad smokes weed. I'm not really sure, but I know my brother wow. does, my older brother. Mm-hmm. And my brother and my dad have never smoked weed together, I don't think. Like that's I mean, just not that, a that, thing. that would not that would not be strange to me, right? Because again, no there's a there is a separation. And again, like, but it, it, I've said it on this podcast too. Like my mom and dad is 11 years apart. So like, again, while my mom, I've never known my mom to really smoke weed. Like it's, I don't want to say more acceptable, but like my mom ain't tripping like off of that shit versus how my dad might've tripped back line. in the day, especially when I started and shit. Like, yeah, now nah, we're going to keep that off of this man's radar. He don't need to know nothing about that. He'll know when, you know, when the time is appropriate. And I'm, nigga, nigga, I made it. I'm grown. Like, leave me alone. It's it's a very interesting thing, but like I, I dig Whoopi Goldberg's stance and how she was saying it though. Mm-hmm. Like you can have a relationship, you can have a personal relationship with your kids as a parent. I agree with her. Well, and and that's why I was saying like, that. I, but I friends, think the- I don't want to be friends with none of. Them. I don't want none of. Them, I don't want neither of my kids to be treating me like I'm their friend. Like we putting a quick stop to that if we ever get to that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and and you can see some relationships out there where it'd be weird as hell. Like, hey, y'all a little too friendly with each other. Like, mm-hmm. it's a little fucking ridiculous. But again, that's why I say I think there should be some like low level of friendship. You know, the the kind of the kind of again the shit that you know, and and it's still the same shit with the parent. But like, you know, I got your back. You know, you can come tell me whatever the fuck you got mm-hmm. going on. Like, and again, we are going to kick it to an extent. But I am also your parent, fam. Yeah. So like, don't look at me as your. And I think that's really what it I'm is. Not like, equal. you can be. Yeah, you can be a friend to your kid, but you don't need to be so much of a friend to your kid that your kid looks at you like their fucking friend and get to acting all crazy. Like nah, because that's what, that. again, that's the thing that like I can say I never acted crazy with either of my parents trying to be grown or none of that shit. Like, hey, nah, dog. Like, what? Why is you? Or again, that's where you get them parent. That's where you get them kids who fight their parents and they be like, why is you doing this to me? Because y'all was so cool. Like, yeah. now we was and now now you don't feel like playing friends today. You want to play parent today. Now you got to pick and choose and try to see what they own before you address yeah. them and shit. I never yeah, want that to be yeah. the case either. Like, oh, are we friends today or are you my parent? You my guardian? What we doing? Like. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be no confusion about that at all. Nah, in my mind, anyway. Parent, how you want to parent? Like, I'm never going to come on here and tell nobody or offer here and tell nobody how to raise their kids, but it just ain't for me. Like, I don't see nothing dope in that at all. You ever seen that show Smothered, bro, where they cover, like, the people that's way too, like, close with their fucking kids and shit? Or they, nah, not kids, but they be adults. So. It sounds like something that come on Wii TV. Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's, it's probably Lifetime. It's one of those for sure. I know you keep up with 90 Day Fiance and shit. Me and my wife yeah. was watching 90 Day Fiance, The Single Life, uh, recently. Okay. And I was watching Single Life, and it brought me to something that I don't know if I've ever vocalized here and came on here and been vulnerable enough with this before. And I felt, I wrote it down. I was like, you know what? This is the week that I'm going to come clean. I'm going to say something that's been bothering me pretty much all of my life. Before you get to this shit, bro, I want to let you know how like, again, my my wife has been watching more of this one than I have. I kind of, if I'm in the room, I kind of paid attention and like, she's been telling me about stuff that's been going on on the show, right? And she kept saying, like, again, that's the thing, the family Chantel, you know what I'm saying? So you almost got to say the, you almost got to say the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you almost have to say the whole thing when you say her name. Family like I don't I don't think it was for maybe like two or three episodes, fam, that I finally looked up at the TV and I said, That's Chantel? And my wife was like, Mm-hmm. And I said, No way. What was just no way? Like I don't understand what was she ain't got them big ass titties. She went, got, she went and got the she went and got the robodope. You are the best podcast. She went and got the robodope. You just man, made this I, so much easier for me, bro. Bro, my heart stopped okay. for real. For I said, 
Oh no! Can that's, I get into this real quick? Because you've laid out perfectly for me to finally say this is. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not joking. This has been hard for me to admit for a very long time. I've always felt like this, and I've never, as a black heterosexual man, I've always been mm-hmm. scared to say this. But this week, I kind of puffed my chest out. I was like, I'm saying it this week. Fuck that! Because me and my wife was watching Single What Single Life, and we was looking at Chantel's storyline, and it's something about the production staff, the way that show is edited and cut. They always zoom the camera straight into Chantel's asshole. Yeah, bro. They always showing us her titties, a tight, tight fucking zoom in on her ass. They are always showing it. And Chantel, since she got divorced from Pedro, if y'all don't know these names, don't worry. It's not that big. It's all right. It's all right. You don't need to know these people. But since she got her divorce, and I guess she got her body done or something, like they've been making mm-hmm. it a point to make sure they show her in the most skimpiest shit possible. No problem. It's television. I get it. But then Chantel likes to twerk in mm-hmm. all the most inappropriate settings. Like they'll be having two for one appetizers at Chili's and she'll just be shaking her ass at the table. Or like her girlfriends or her gay best friend will be like introducing her to a man. Hey, this is my girlfriend Chantel. She's been digging you all night. And then she'll t- Chantel will shake his hand and turn around and start popping. And it's mm-hmm. just like, it, it finally dawned on me. I need to write it down and talk about it here on the podcast because I'm not looking for you to agree with me on this, Wes. I'm just looking for your support as a friend. Okay. You don't have to agree. Okay. I'm just looking for you to support me because I'm being real serious right now. I'm telling the truth. This is not a part of the podcast where I'm lying for content. Okay. I do not and have not ever, ever found twerking to be a turn on. Like in no setting? At a strip club, on a television, on Instagram. Now, my wife might hear this and be like, you bullshitting because I got this evidence to prove otherwise, whatever. I like the shape of women, of course. I like ass and thighs like anybody else. But the active movement of popping your ass has never been attractive to me. Even since I was a little kid, like even when I was first going through puberty and watching Luke videos and shit, you watch them for me. I would watch them because it would be half naked chicks. But when they would start popping and gyrating and shit, gyro- the like, gyrating of, of a woman's body is it's too comical. It's like, like when I, I <laughs> when I've told you I don't like porn when people be being funny in porn videos and I turn it off. It's the yeah. same feeling for me. I don't like twerking. Like, and then you might say, Oh, well, Kat, you said you've been to the strip club before. Well, what are you doing at the strip club if you don't like twerking? Well, if if anybody's ever paid attention, if a girl goes up there on stage and starts popping and shit, I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like no. I don't like twerking, bro. I've never like thought twerking the, was dope. The ever. solo act of a woman like twerking and gyrating her body has never been your like stick like I've so if never, a bitch was to walk I've up in front of you like we'll say with any denomination of clothing going and just mm-hmm. start like Gyrating on, yeah, start crumping, See? start crushing. Just, just, <laughs> just you describing it to me makes me laugh, and we've been over this before. If I'm laughing, 
basically myself. Like, I'm sorry. This is something that I've always been like reluctant to share with you uh, or my wife. My wife don't even know this about me. I've never told anybody of this because, like, as a black man, it just seems like one of those things that your friends would make fun of you about. Like, what you mean you don't like twerking, dog? Like, I mean, that's what I'm like, trying. This is that pop pussy. Like, I'm about no, to try and get. I don't. I'm about to try and get to the listen, bottom of this. I want to say something. I want to make a very clear statement, Wes. So we can dig deep on this if you want. I don't like th- think about a bitch on a handstand popping her pussy. I hate that, bro. I hate it. I actively hate the idea of it, bro. It's so like, like maybe I'm coming off as like really like fucking uppity here, but it's filthy. You, you, de- you definitely sound like Norbit right now. Like, oh my god, what are they? What are they doing? That's how we feel. <laughs> I swear to God, I, that's I, I want to. I want to get down to the bottom of this uh, with you for the homies. Like, I, I won't feel responsible if I don't ask any more questions. So, like, I don't mind I like a slow sexual seduction. Like, like, if we're like, thinking about if we're thinking about the rump shaker video, I understand. <sighs> that's not like, oh my God, like, I don't okay, like that all right, I don't like, like that okay, I can. The I faster can get the worse too. Saying. If it's fast paced, the faster you're moving, the more I hate it. Okay, I I can understand that. Um. But, but do you like a twerk up? What's a twerk up? Like, like a chick coming up, yeah, backing it up yeah. to me, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Now twerk up in jeans is crazy, but it's, now <laughs> I, let, let's say my wife specifically. If my yeah. wife like backed it up in front of me and started like popping her way towards me, and like I can I, handle the approach, but once you get there, slow down and give me like a slow grind or something i don't want to pop i don't I mean, like popping. yeah i mean but see that's why I, I i guess i'm not thinking about looking outrageous I like i'm thinking R&B about 90s yeah grind. that's what i'm like saying I'm, th- I'm that's what i'm thinking about it's all i mean again tempo twerk, does matter though. tempo yes it do that yes, it a twerk? okay yes okay. that's a twerk like if there's if she if is if it's dick on ass in the club we twerking okay like, so that's i don't the, like a pop i don't like popping then so i should be there specific. you go i don't like you don't, you don't like it you don't like an aggressive twerk because I don't like again an like twerk at all yeah if your if your wife catch you sitting in that chair and she like pin you up against the corner where you can't go nowhere nigga she get to you know what i'm saying like again not crazy not crazy because you, you gotta, don't like yeah, that you gotta wind it like i don't want to <laughs> pop the minute you yeah, start you popping wanna... i'm telling you i'm out bro like i do not i have never I've never vocalized this to any. I've never told nobody. I do not like popping, bro. It's a turnoff to me. So, like, when the bitches run to the floor after for the nine nines and the two thousand, bro, hate it. (laughs) If you notice, anybody that's known me long enough since the the actual year nineteen ninety nine. Now you might be thinking to yourself, "Cat, bro, I've been out with you. You're lying. You everybody likes cash money taking over for the nine nine and two thousand. But then also think to yourself, have you ever seen me run out there? I mean, you shouldn't. But That's niggas should be running out there to get behind the bitches, though. The nah, bitches run to the floor to start popping, and niggas run out there to dance with them, right? Uh, fam, it's too. Th- I mean, it's been it's <laughs> fuck the year this year, fam. It's been you should been should not you not supposed to run out there after okay. them because what you just gonna do post up? I never like, did though, even if it was like two thousand two and it was fresh still. Like, yeah, I, nah, you not. I'm not a fan. Yeah, that's not what you do. Absolutely and it made me not. recognize that watching Chantel like pop in random ass bar scenes and shit. And, like she's bro, they they come in with your with your bang bang shrimp soon, and you just bent over yeah, the table like, popping your ass. Again, over. she doing it for a reason. She went and got the she went and got the whammy. She went and stayed in the recovery house for six weeks. She ready to go show it off now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not a fan, bro. Like I just never that's been a fan. And to me, it's it's categorized. Like I said, if I'm watching <clears throat> fucking Pornhub, I don't want to see. The black porn star dude laughing and joking with 
the the bitch in the porn. Like, hey, bro, bro y'all take I, this serious, okay? No goofing. Can up. I be honest with you, bro? I've taken that with me ever since you said that, bro. Like, no, and don't be like. Well, also, again, I'm I'm standing on what I spew on this podcast. We ain't watching no porn. No, nah, we're done with that. We ain't watching no porn. That. I mean, wait, we're watching we're watching it still with our significant others, right? I mean that's cool. That's allowed. Okay, okay, we still good with that. I mean, no, nah, that's yeah, that's allowed. But I ain't not my not my bag. I'm still, you know, what I'm saying I'm still strong for the month, nigga. I'm yeah, my nigga, keep, keeping it in. All right, <laughs> might might not be able to fix this weed shit, but I can fix that. <laughs> that's right, right, right. Uh, okay, bro, I got a story for you, right? Yeah. All right, where do I start the story? First, <laughs> all last week I had training and shit, right? off-site mm-hmm. training for my job. So I wasn't able to go into the office. And first of all, I want to make a light complaint about like businesses that have you do your own time card. Why is mm. that so widely adopted amongst all businesses now? Like I remember when I first got off the porch and first started working full-time, mm-hmm. your bosses did your payroll. Like you didn't do your payroll. All you had to do, I remember all you had to do was check and make sure your payroll said the hours it was supposed to say. But now it's like commonplace for you to do your own time card for a lot of businesses. Do you do your own time cards for the week? I mean, I mean, yeah, I got to clock in and clock out. But yeah, but after I mean, you get the clock, do you go into the payroll like software and like approve the payroll for you to get paid and all that? No, shit? I don't, no, no, no. I have to like submit my time. Essentially, you know what I'm saying? If you want to think about it old school style, right? You go to the clock, you got your thing, you punch in, you punch out, and then wherever you're supposed to turn your card in at the end of the <laughs> week, put the card in the envelope. envelope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put the That's card in the envelope or give it to a nigga like, I have to do that, but then that nigga is responsible for making sure, you know what I'm saying, they that do the what the fuck they need to do. That the card turns into money. Yeah, like, yeah, basically, I clock my time, my manager look and approve my time, and then the HR people be like, all right, we're going to pay this nigga for this. Like, I don't, yeah, okay. I don't do the extra shit. See, well, we don't punch a clock, but at the end of the week, we have to submit a time card where right. it's like we type into the system how many hours we work, mm-hmm. we do our cost codes and shit. I think that's where I start getting the problem where it's like I'm yeah, putting bro, in my own I'm cost not, codes. And, yeah, I was about to say, yeah, I'm a work nerd though. So if I had to, bro, I'd do that shit every day. So yeah, but, well, I, I don't have a problem getting my time card submitted. I'm not one of those I forgot ass niggas because yeah, I no, want I my, money. my money. I would never yeah, forgot. I would never have forgot, bro. <laughs> so, but I was out of office all week last week because I was in the mm-hmm. training that was off site, right? I didn't forget. I did not forget to do my time card because I made mm-hmm. it a point to make sure I did my time card because I knew I would be out of office all week. So all right. that shit happens. Normally, I get paid on Thursdays, every other Thursday. And on mm-hmm. Wednesday, I can check my pay stub to see what I'm supposed to get paid before I even get paid. I right. normally, you know, check my pay stub on window. Wednesday. I did not get to check my pay stub last week because I wasn't in office. So mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, no big deal. Ain't, the world ain't going to stop spending because I didn't check my pay stub. Well, I wake up Thursday morning. Now, I normally wake up at like 3.45 in the morning to get to work uh, at the time mm-hmm. I like to get to work. Well, I had training, so I didn't have to wake up that early all last week. I had, I woke up about 6, 6.30 or something like that to get to training mm-hmm. on time. No big deal. I wake up at 6 o'clock. <clears throat> I take my phone, click my bank app, nothing. No pay in my like, bank. Like, no, not even half paid, not some pay, no pay. It'd be one thing if the check was wrong. Like, this ain't the normal right. amount. There was no amount. There was no money showing. No, there was no, no deposit. deposit. Yeah, the, no deposit from the game. Only thing that was showing on my bank statement was the money I had spent before I went to bed buying some shoes, which, <laughs> which is way more kicking the dick when you're like, I did not need to buy nothing last night. Now that I don't have a paycheck this morning, I, fucking waited. I didn't even need any of that shit. So now I'm starting to get instantly hot. I'm sweating. Mm-hmm. My underarms are starting to fucking perspirate. 
I'm pacing back and forth in the living room. The sun ain't even up. Ain't no lights on. My wife is sound asleep. She don't know that she don't have none of my money in her account either because, like mm-hmm. I told y'all before, half the money goes to me, half the money goes to her. So she's sound asleep not knowing she don't got no money. I don't got no money. No money. I'm feverishly caught. I'm calling my boss. Now, normally, I would not bother nobody in the bed or this early in the morning, but my money ain't here. Like I will suck up all the social anxieties that I need to suck up. Because oh yeah, you mean the nigga I will not be answering. So what the fuck is this nigga calling because, me? What? Bro, I've dealt with, have you ever dealt with like a payroll discrepancy or something that didn't go right with your check? Like sometimes that can take a few days and you might fuck around yeah, and not right. get your money till Monday I mean, if you move too slow. Nah, you're right. You're right. I haven't dealt with it in a while. Though. I try again. I'll be on top of my shit. I'll be on top of my shit. It's been like since the early 2000s since I had a payroll issue where I had yeah. to go get a check cut. But like I wanted to get on top of it quick because I could not afford to go all week when I, weekend without my fucking money. So I'm getting on the phone with my boss. Hey, boss, man, something's going on. I hate to bother you, but I ain't got no money in my account. Like, I don't know what's going on. I know I submitted my time card. It's, it's something going you, on. I that's need how to you know. know a nigga stressed out. He didn't call. He didn't even send a text first. Like, oh, hey, man, you got a minute? You up? Call me. Yeah, like, yeah, like, you up, bro? I know you got to be up, bro. Call me call me back. So, like, he couldn't really do nothing about it. He was in a meeting, and he don't do payroll anyway. So, he gave me the phone number of who I needed to talk to, that the business administrative, and maybe she could get on the phone with HR and all of that. And I called her. She definitely went out of the bed. She was still sound asleep. So, I'm leaving her a voicemail. This is that. Boom, boom, bam. What is going on? This is crazy. Like, I'm pacing back and forth. Now, I'm trying to get dressed, but I can't even think about, like, what matches right now because I don't got no money in my account. Like, it's right. hard to think about anything Not for sure. anything. your money ain't showing up in your bank account like it's supposed to Me? I would have been biting my nails. Bro, <laughs> bro, I'm trying to, bro, I'm forgetting where I'm at in my morning routine. Like, damn, did I take a shower yet? I can't remember. Like, I'm checking. Like, am I damp? Like, I don't know what I've done and didn't do. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was in such a fucking tizzy. Nigga. I get like, a shower myself. <laughs> I just feel like I didn't have no hair. Like if I would have had hair, would have been damp. But I'm bald, so I really don't know. Like did I shower? I'm smelling myself. <laughs> so I'm like, damn, I don't know what I've done. Did I brush my teeth yet? I'm, oh I'm checking God. and shit, and I'm fucking sending emails trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm really like, for a minute, I sat down in my living room with all the lights off, no TV on, no in the dark, really trying to think like. What the fuck is going on? Like, I know I submitted my time card. I'm thinking back, like, yeah, because I had overtime last week. This nigga feeling picked on at 7 a.m. Like, what the fuck? I'm in a tizzy. I can't get a hold of my business administration department. So now I'm like, now I got to go into this training and try to pretend like I'm learning some shit. Right, right, right. Can't even think. So all this shit is going on. And then I get on the phone. My boss called me back. Like, did you ever get anything figured out? I'm like, nah, I'm waiting on such and such to call me back. He's like, all right, well, let me know what's going on. And I'll do what I can from my end, whatever, whatever, right? I sit down and I'm really like, now I got like my my palm on my forehead, really trying to figure out what is going on. So I'm like, let me check my bank account again, man, just to make sure I ain't tripping. I open my bank account again. Now it's in there. Now I found, now I start thinking about it. I'm like, oh, you know what? This bank be having things happen where, like, at random parts in the morning, like, the whole system will just reset, and it mm-hmm. won't show certain transactions. Mm-hmm. Why I would choose my fucking payroll deposit as a transaction that wouldn't show up is beyond me. So now I got to send apology emails out. Oops, my bad. Sorry for waking you. I apologize. All of that shit. But I said all of that to say. I was watching the news. Me and my wife was watching the news the other day and the story came across and I want to see what you think about the story. There's some teachers in Oklahoma, right? 
teachers in Oklahoma, they have this like um, incentive program for the teachers in a certain district where you was able to get a bonus for some of the criteria that was met. Right. And one of the mm-hmm. teachers had a fifty thousand dollar bonus on okay. their check. And they was like, you know, in the confessional on the news, like, man, you know, 50000 that's that's more than I make in a year. I was just so happy to get it. It came, kicked in right around the holidays. It was just such a blessing. Come to find out, it was a mistake. She wasn't supposed to get the $50,000. So now, after the holidays is over, all of that shit is gone. The government is like, she has to pay that money back, the government saying now, like, no, we want that 50K back. You got to give that back. You were never supposed to get that to begin with. We want that 50K back. But here's the kicker. Well, that can be enough of a kicker as it is. Like, nigga, bro, it's January. That money is so gone. Like, nigga, I done bought fucking Barbie dolls. I done did Christmas. We got a real Mm -hmm. tree this year. Some of that's in the bank. Like, that money is all over the place by January, right? It's the end Mm -hmm. of January, too. That ain't even the kicker. The bonus was 50000 It got taxed. When she got it, it was like 32000 But the government wants fifty back. No. You and can, they want it 32 back 32 by back. February, cuz. Yeah, nah, you can get the 32 back, fam. And, and, and I'm really like, what, what happens if I don't give it back? I, bro, after what happened with my paycheck this last week, and I heard that story, I started busting in the sweats. If that was me, I wouldn't know what to do. Like, dog, what... What the fuck you mean you want 50 back? First of all, all I got was 32. Y'all got the other 18. Y'all yeah. still got it. Y'all the government, right? Find out the 18. What you got to tell them is, hey, do me a favor. Go walk to any bank and ask them for $50,000 right now. And then when they go to nine or 10 different banks and don't none of them got that to actually give them, I'll be like, because none of this shit is real and it's just a number. <laughs> you go so in like, with the money is fake. Yeah, money is fake, dog. So like just put just go put it back in y'all's account. Y'all who who's who's auditing y'all's numbers for real, for real, to be like, hey, nah, we just we we just go add this back because we ain't mean to give it to her. Like, yeah, you can get this 32, 34, 35, whatever the fuck it is back, but like how, how sway? Like how did I how did I get it? Like how many how many deaths did this pass through that it still made it to me and, and then explain to me how that's my problem? Like, that's what you would have to do ultimately. Cause you yeah. definitely owe me that. That, bro, that's what kept boggling my mind. Like, <clears throat> it trips me out what our American government can have the, audis- the audacity to ask. First of all, mm-hmm. it ain't even like, bro, we got a problem enough with retaining teachers, <laughs> like, to begin right. with, right? This is a teacher we doing this to. She already mm-hmm. don't get paid enough. Before the bonuses, she already don't get paid. Now we adding this level of stress. Like, you, she already dealing with our badass kids for under the wages that she deserves. Now it's like, we gave you 50000 We made you accidentally think that you was getting the recognition you deserve. Whoops, now we're ruining your life. Like, dog, well, what are you saying to me right now? How the fuck am I supposed to come up with $50,000? Yeah, I'm, but that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't even let it stress me out, dog. It's just, hey, y'all got to do what y'all got to do, fam. Like, yeah, just, what, what, what you want me to serve 30 days yeah, in jail? What? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, whatever y'all need me to do, whatever y'all need to do. Like, y'all, if y'all really like that press for that 50K back, like, y'all got to get it. Would, would you, would you, okay, if you had the 50K and it was in your account still, right, or most of it, and the government said, listen, you either need to pay this money back or serve 30 days in jail, would you pay the money back or would you do the 30 days? 
Oh, I got to do the 30. Shit. That's you the same thing. That me, and, me and my wife was just talking about that the other day, having a whole text conversation. And again, what, nigga, we made it. Like, we probably owe these niggas some money. And like, whatever. I ain't tripping off of that. I you know what I'm saying? I will taxes this year, bro. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? And But but that's that's Fuck that's what new job, bro. bro. that's what led us down the conversation, right? Because not even to get too, like, flat earth, we live under the firmament, you know, too deep into the shit, bro. But like, if you go and do, taxes are not for individual people. Tax code was written for businesses, fam. So, like, there is no law in America that says any individual person has to pay taxes. Mm-hmm. And then think about how many, and again, I had this, I did this type of shit to fuck you up, bro. Think about how many times one singular dollar gets taxed. And how much money are they making off of one singular dollar being in circulation? In rotation, yeah. That you need Every to. Every time it changes hands. That, that you need to tax the people that's going to give it to me. You need to tax me. Again, y'all tell me I make X, Y, Z thousands of dollars, but that's not for real. Like, that's just, <laughs> that's a, that, again, this is why they're just digital numbers and it's they're not figure, real, they're like bro. The, they want you to look at that figure so you feel good about it. And, and I forget, again, where I think me and you had this conversation where like, no, there has to be like a serial number attached to all these digital dollars. You would think, right, that would make them too fucking responsible. Like, and again, the, the money would really mean nothing at that point. But like, so you, you, you tax me before I get it. Uh, like I say, I, I get it. I got to pay taxes on it. When I spend it, I got to pay taxes on it. And then if I want to save it, I got to pay taxes on it. And then at the end of the year, you're going to tell me how much I like still, how, like, what are we talking about? Like, and why is why does that much tax exist? And then again, another clip that I see reminded me, like, that's the whole shit that America was built on air quotes like you motherfuckers was tired of the man taxing y'all over there on everything and then right. y'all came over here and ran the exact same fucking jig and like play, yeah. nobody even bad to eye uncle joey sends millions and billions of dollars to ukraine and we have no say we have no say so in that but motherfuckers forever been like hey dog just delete student loan and they'd be like mm, no just, uh, <laughs> i don't think we can do we it talk- we talked about it and we don't we don't really want to do that. But like, dog, you just gave all that money plus some away to some other people and you ain't did like how how does it make any motherfucking sense? But like we again, that's the conversation that we had. Like it might it might be a it might be a couple years uh, before the next taxes get paid. <laughs> you might slow <laughs> up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm because scared, like bro. I'm scared of taxes. I, I've I told been my, wife, my wife a lot. Like, I'll go, I I'll go do the three sixty six fam. I'll go yeah. I'll go do the Wesley Snipes. I'll go do the three sixty six. We bro. square. Bet. Or again, like, it's wow how you motherfuckers could tell me at the end of the year, but you get like, why can't you tell me what my tax responsibility is at the top of the year? How about you? That we, bro, I be having these whole, tell me what my tax responsibility is, make it my responsibility to put that money aside and pay y'all. And then if not, then we got a whole different type of problem. Or supposedly social security ain't going to exist for niggas like us. We have to work until we for fucking forever. Right. So like at this point, you should give me the option to pay into that shit. And if I don't, it's on me. Like it's on me to do what I need to do with that money to to sustain my life if I want to stop working. But like, I need I needs my funds when it's my time for sure. I don't want to hear that shit, uh, bro. Our country is so good at taking our money and not giving us a viable answer as to where it's going. Yeah, receipt, receipt, no invoice, so no nothing. Man. Like, and bro, yeah. we are so just like compliant with just handing it over so just much right that over. we don't even hand it like it's gone before we even get our cut like bro that's the wildest shit in the world to think of is like we yeah. get our portion after they take theirs off the top and then at the end of the year they still want to square our bill away like dog you like, saw the money for i saw it so how like you that. didn't get enough but wouldn't wouldn't you think that that would be like Again, just me thinking on my on top of my brain. And I'd be again, we'd be lying, I'd be wrong. This is just me theorizing and shit. But like if I'm responsible for filing my taxes, y'all should be on top of me to hold every single receipt that I ever spend a dollar on. 
because wouldn't there be some like give and take or some like some real tracking of the taxes that I've paid? Because what if the taxes that I paid are what you already telling me I I owe you? You know what I'm saying? Like so now you're just trying to double and again so compliant. Mm. Nobody ever offers a fucking question. So like why don't you motherfuckers again? Why don't you motherfuckers ask me about my bank account come tax time? Like well you know what I'm saying? Like what did you spend on what? Where's the where's the ta- again? Y'all are not tracking my taxes. Y'all are just saying, hey, dog, file your taxes, pay your taxes. What taxes? I pay, I, be, I pay them on everything. Everything I get got a tax attached to it, dog. What am I filing? my? And again, I don't have a receipt for everything that I paid taxes on. So, like, it makes me wonder if you, and again, that's where the, the itemization and the, the Donald Trump loopholes come into play. Like, fam, I didn't pay $400 because I'm a criminal. I pay $400 because the law allows me to pay $400 on the $3 billion I made last year. Like, right. don't be mad don't at me, mad nigga. At be mad at me. The that y'all wrote down. These are the rules that y'all wrote down, and it really, and again, ignorance, niggas don't know nothing, so when you don't know nothing, you don't know nothing, but again, like, it might be a simple conversation with somebody, like, again, what if that's the fucking fix, and niggas just don't know it, like, hey, fam, everything you buy, every put that shit in an envelope and send it off at the end of the year, make somebody <laughs> professional go through this shit, like, mm-hmm. end up on you $50,000 back, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, even, bro, my, even with that plan... You would have to fight to get somebody on the phone to even like look 100%. at the receipts. They send you the voicemail. How you on hold for three hours? So you I'm get definitely gonna be wrong. Everybody's shit would look like a Supreme Court case. It'd be mad exhibits. Like, yeah. no, this is when I went to Denny's three nights ago. Like, I put it here. Yeah. They'd be like, no, we didn't get that. It, it it very much so reminds me of like being a shoe collector, and it's like I need to win a raffle to pay you my hard earned money to buy your product. Right? Like, I got to sit right? on this phone for three hours <laughs> with the IRS to figure out how I'm gonna pay y'all. Like, do you want the money or not? Because y'all was real fast getting it like, before. Bro, to, to me, it's the craziest shit of all times, right? Because, like, a, a great example. I'm, I'm so glad I'm so smart, right? Jordans, they tell you, hey, fam, we can't we can't make so many of them because it's just going to devalue the price of the Jordans, right? Cat, new cars come out every year by the thousands. <laughs> they don't drop the price for these bitches. They don't at do no, the same. The Stanley Cup, they didn't They didn't say it's a limited. Like, they, nah, you're going to come pay for this cup. Come like. What are they? And and again, it's programming. They make you believe that this shit is real because, fam, if it's like, uh, again, my theory be try it. Like, you want to know what? Tell them we only made a million this run, but like every week is a new run. So for eight weeks, try to sell a million dollars at the same price, and I I bet you they sell. All of it's real because all of it's real because we have socially paid it to be real, right? We've socially accepted it on a mass scale for it to be real. Like, for instance, well, let's talk about just like social standards and norms, right? Way, way, way back in the like kings and queens and whatever you want to call it, medieval times era or mm-hmm. whatever fucking time when people was drinking out of goblets and eating turkey legs, <laughs> right? It used to be that if a motherfucker could be fat, it was because you could afford to be fat, right? You were well off to where you could consume enough calories to be in the plus versus the deficit. It used to be viewed as like, hey, if you was fat, nigga, you must got it, got it, bro. You can For eat sure. that much meat. For sure. Wow. Like, that's how it used <laughs> to be viewed. Now, if you in shape and you thin and quote unquote, now you look healthy because you can afford to pay attention to your health. You don't mm-hmm. run around stressed for eight to 10 hours a day at work and then right. scarfing down a, a Wendy's uh, McDouble because you fucking only got 20 minutes left on your break because it's 10 minutes to walk back to the time clock. Sure. And now you fucking, your health is slipping because, hey, you're just a part of middle America that makes $40,000 a year. And this is now what health looks like, right? Mm-hmm. Poor health looks like this now because this is the way y'all have turned the tables around to look like. So yep. it's 
it's just really fucked up. And that can be talked about with shoes and all of that shit, right? Like Jordans are only Jordans because we chose Jordans to be Jordans. Jordan. We chose yeah, for sure. Yeah, for like sure. We, we attached ourselves to those marketing campaigns. And yeah, is Michael Jordan one of the greatest basketball players of all time? Absolutely. Arguably the greatest, right? Mm-hmm. But that don't mean we have to love his products. There's all kinds. No. We don't love Tiger Woods products. That nigga left Nikes and I forgot to cover it two weeks ago. We did not give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, Tiger was with Nike for 37 years or some shit, bro. And so, he left Nike. Everybody just was like, eh. Man. He's the greatest golf player of all time. That should have meant something. But you know why it didn't mean nothing? Because we had already decided it didn't mean anything. Yeah, nah, we just we just accepted that he golfed and like we not we didn't accept golf as like one of our things. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's not up, one of our things. Niggas over there, but like Jordan played basketball, nigga, and we love your shoes. You are the shoe. You are yeah. the, the the top of the pyramid. Who who we love that we're gonna be sad about it going away next? Like I'm trying to think of who's gonna be the next beloved thing. Like when when we finally lose Dave Chappelle in the in the uh, culture, whether that mean passing or he just hanging it up and going away, like right. that's gonna be a whole. Now he ain't necessarily a product, so to speak, though. But um, you know, like you say, the the the, the Eddie Murphys, the Jay Zs, the Jay Zs. Um, I think Jay Z would be a pretty big hole. Kanye yeah. would be re- pretty yeah, big yeah, hole yeah. in the culture. Th- those He's, guys, they're not even producing product really right now. But yeah, nah, but yeah, th- those would be pretty big hole. Farrakhan for you know, like it'll he'll he'll make a dent in the black community. Um. You know, shit, shit like that. Have but, you ever yeah. tried to explain to uh, you got white friends, right? Or at least bowling league companions. I mean, have I you know ever tried did. to explain to somebody white that you care about why we like uh, Minister Farrakhan? Never been put in a position. It's hard to. to. It's hard. I've tried yeah, to whatever. articulate it and not explain it like the, it needed an explanation. I mean, but just, just trying to articulate why we fuck with Minister Farrakhan. I, I think the easiest thing that I would be able to say is like he he has the right idea. Right, we he, don't have he, to agree with everything he says. Just like yeah, fucking no, Kevin yeah. Samuels, which that was yeah. the asshole. Doctor, that was the last thing we really yeah. took. <laughs> Doctor Umar, you know what I'm saying? These, these type of people, they have the right ideas. Um, it just but it's just, so right. it. I mean, sometimes it don't come out right, and then like they have to. It, it, it's hard to not really say, but admit on the grand scheme. But it's the same thing. Niggas can't agree on nothing, and that's basically like how you got. Hey, we love Farrakhan because he got the right ideas, but niggas can't agree on nothing. Mm-hmm. But we we can all agree that we love him, you know, in some sense. But he could just never. We can't agree that he could be our leader, and we can't agree that we're gonna follow that bullshit that he. Be <laughs> right, not all the time for sure. Yeah, Every that's why we love. He give us a dope sound right bite, but Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's tough, bro. It's tough going. Um, where where we are? Our leaders are all fucked up, and whites, y'all ain't off the hook for all of these either. Because Vince McMahon, <laughs> we've been we've been calling yeah. Vince McMahon gonna be in trouble since the start of this podcast, and so now it's finally just here. Uh, you heard what Vince Vince McMahon been out here doing, right? I I did hear, and it, it seemed it seems like I don't want to say it seems like a jig, but like why now? What is going on? What is happening? They trying to drive like, him into the grave. Just, Somebody won the stocks. I mean, I'm but I'm saying they just got this whole raw deal going to Netflix, five billion dollars, and now now's the time. Here here we go. I mean, like, and again, I don't want to be dismissive. God damn! But it's hard not to be though because it's always. At the, it's always when the niggas start getting hot or when the niggas start owning shit or when I'm saying a nigga like Vince is with us. He don't even like niggas, right. but nah. it's always, when, <laughs> it's always when people be like really about to cook that they be like, nah, slow it down. Like, I mean, we ain't heard from Puff since those allegations. Like Puff really been radio yeah, silent. Been quiet, quiet, sold off the tequila. That nigga been selling shit left and right radio real quiet. silent, ain't he? I mean, I guess that's the way you go away. If you, if you want to have this shit. Yeah. 
piling up like Puff got shit piling up. You kind of got to get quiet and go away. So I do think it's smart of him to get quiet and go away. But Vince McMahon is shitting on bitches' head and letting the doo-doo roll down their back and going and taking a shower and coming back in and saying, keep sucking. Like, Vince a wild nigga, bro. Like, we always knew Vince McMahon was wild. We like this ain't no surprise to neither one of us. We've been talking mm-hmm. about how crazy Vince McMahon is for three hundred episodes, but goddamn Vince a wild boy. Do you think that the WWE fanfare and the people that still enjoy pro wrestling is going to care mm-hmm. about this, or they pretty much? I feel like pro wrestling fans have already kind of moved Vince McMahon out of the way in their minds anyway. I ain't even gonna lie to you. A, a nigga of his stature, the next nigga that y'all gonna try and get like that, like y'all damn near need to like break the videotape out again. Like it's the only reason why R. Kelly is demonized because nigga seen you that tape, it. dog. And when you see it, it's hard to unsee that shit, yeah. fam. Like, hey, I hear you crying in front of Gail, dog. I hear you fighting for your life, dog. But I seen the I see tape with you. Did. You heard good, like the I whole hood, the tape, dog. So like, I can't do that. So like. I don't think this is gonna I don't think the, the the wrestling fans are batting an eye at this. Like Vince McMahon walks nasty. So if you don't <laughs> think that he's done like some nasty things behind closed doors, then you're you've not been watching wrestling all these years like you're supposed to be. He walks like he uh, he definitely walks like in his phone's contacts, he has a middleman for human trafficking. Hundred percent. He 100% knows somebody that can get you some people. He's been to the island, I'm sure. That's wild. Like, I I just don't know what to say anymore. And I kind of hate it. I'll be honest with you. I kind of hate it when people, I won't just say women because it's more than just women that say this, but, like, when allegations like this come out and people's reaction is like, well, everybody's gross, all men are gross, and everybody's like this, and everybody's got a fucked up past, it kind of annoys me because, one, it doesn't annoy me because I think I know somebody that's not per- that's perfect because I don't. Everybody does have a past, and I think everybody's done something regrettable. Now, has everybody shit down a bitch back and held her in a cage? No, but I think everybody's done something that they absolutely regret because you can't fucking right. live life without fucking having something that you wish you would have done better or not done at all. But it's just like... I don't like that stance or people having that statement because to me, it projects like you think you haven't done anything regrettable. Like we've all done regrettable shit. And again, I've come on here and said this months ago, like even saying that it comes across like, all right, cat, what you got in your closet? You try to hide. Like, <laughs> but nigga, everything, bro, just like you, like everybody listening is like, bro, we are all human and motherfuckers got regrettable shit. And we just, you should be trying to do right every day and trying to get better every day. But like, at what point are we going to understand that like, nigga, shit is fucked up out here. Now they ain't saying Vince McMahon should be shitting on people's backs necessarily. But was we in the room? No, no. And then like, you know, circumstances behind this. When you, you know, hindsight is 2020 when you look back and again, this nigga's been putting breadcrumbs Monday night raw. Thursday night SmackDown and Sunday night Heat. He was giving you his wild boy nights. This has been the Dipped in Butter program, man. We appreciate y'all listening to us and not watching pro wrestling. My name is Kat. You can check our uh, content out here each and every Tuesday. Tell a friend if they're bored, they can check us out or if they just want to hear us talk crazy. What is wrong with you, bro? I've been podcasting for way too long. Um, it's your boy West No T and all the other shit that you know me for. Um, p- please, still, I pray, just fuck with me now. Hey, like I say, each and every week, the universe is way too big for your little ass problems. And I got something I want to say right here, man. Hey, if you've ever 
driven in front of me while I'm walking across the street with my uh, daughter and I'm holding her hand, just know that if you've ever not slowed down enough to my liking, I've told you under my breath, I will beat your ass. Oh, hundred thousand percent. Um, rule number one: make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend not only about the podcast, but that if you wake up on payday and your money is not there, dial up the CEO. Okay, tell that nigga my money is not present and I needs mine's on time. But then rule number two: mind your motherfucking business. Yes, sir. We'll catch y'all next week. You have officially been dipped.